Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're talking about Nominee Falls football today. Coach Dan Lutz, we had a, uh, one of the kids had to go watch uh, cousin play Quentin Redding. Boy, what a nice young man that is. Yeah, he's awesome. Okay, hold on. You know what? His uh, microphone, real quick. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, he's an awesome kid. Yeah, he's he's fun to be around. Good you know, kid. it's funny because when I, when I read that, that text that Tony Resch had sent, he said, I, I'm sorry, that, that name doesn't even sound familiar to me. No, he's only kidding. He said, man, his dad and Coach Resch uh, were his first coaches. Yeah. And, um, boy, big big, uh, big smile. Right at the end before he left, said, Mr. McGivern, thank you so much for having me on. Look, that's big stuff. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Well, you know what? If Quentin Redding's parents are listening – you guys did good. Yeah, a lot to be proud of. Lot to, a lot to be proud of. There's, yep. there's no doubt. So this year we started um, the CW Credit Union Team of the Week, and it's been really well-received, Coach. And it, it's interesting because we we pick different uh, – and, and, and there's different things that I'm looking for with this. And we um, – I, I think the Nicolay football program is a great story that, that Coach Maroder, some of the stuff that he has done over there – to get them being relevant again in a, in a good football conference. Yep. And for them to, to now have two wins, uh, one against Port Washington and now last night against uh, West Bend East, and to do it in overtime. Yeah, look, you know what it's like. You're used to losing. You get to overtime, you think you're going to lose. That's tough. you got to change that culture, and that's a huge win for that program. Yeah, I agree. And and kids that, you know, are you, you get – down the stretch of games, you start stop trusting kids around you yep. because you know what? I think I'm better. I need to. A perfect example: um, Joe Cook was sitting where you're sitting one time, and he was coaching at Oak Creek, and and he had his laptop here, he had his uh, tablet with, and he said, "Look, I, I keep telling you about this, but let me show it to you." He said, "The whole game, my safety was playing exactly where he's supposed to, and we were up by four, and they had 80 yards to go, and he doesn't trust our corner." I trust our corner. I'm the head coach. He doesn't. He took two steps that way because Over. he thought he had, and they hit us on a seam route to be Over. Us. Yeah, I mean, you try and do too much. You, you, sometimes you try and do too much if you don't trust your teammates. And, you know, getting that program to that level to take that next step and to win a game like that last night is huge for them. Yeah. Again, you know what? West Bend East has been playing well. West Bend East is a good football team. Yeah, yeah. They, they they really are. Hey, before, as we're waiting to get a hold of Al Maroder, can we talk about your staff? Oh, I'd love to talk about my staff. First yeah. of all, I'll name them. I mean, Coach Grenier, Coach Baker, Coach Redmer, Coach Parmeter, Coach Lutz, 
Kyle, my son, Coach Ashinsky, Coach Handy, uh, Bobby Regent Smith, and Eric Rutch. That's our varsity staff. I mean, they are absolutely fantastic. I totally trust them, and uh, it's such a pleasure to coach with them. I can't tell you. I, I don't call the offense or defense. I manage a team, and, and and to me, it's it's just a great group of guys. They're all doing it for the right reasons, you know. Sometimes you get in coaching and you're not sure. These guys are all doing it for the right reasons and are awesome coaches. Yeah, I love it when uh, when you when I hear head coaches say that because then my first thing is, and I've been both the head coach and assistant coach, and, I've, and I'm a better assistant coach because I never wanted the head guy's job. Well, it's you a know headache. what? Yeah, yeah <laughs> never want that. You know what? And he's the head of the program, and yeah. we can yell at each other in the coach's room. Let me just that. mention my freshman staff. Sure. Coach Blanky, Coach Sweet, Coach Navin, Coach Bruski, and last but not least, Coach Weber. Coach Weber's been around forever. Oh, he is. A, he's a good guy. He's an icon. Good group. He's a really good man. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Hey, um, if we can, uh, Mitch, you want to hit that? What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. The, uh, the band is Tangle Lines, number of uh, homestead football coaches. My son-in-law being one of them wrote that song. Sounds pretty cool. It was, yeah, Sounds good. It's, it's a really good band. Our UW Credit Union Team of the Week is, uh, we both voted for him, is, is Nicolay. Great win in overtime against West Bend East. Al Maroder, how you doing, Coach? Good, how are you doing? Doing really well. Hey, it's the most impressive part of that win for me, Coach, is when you're trying to change the culture from a, a team that is used to uh, losing to, to beat a good West Bend East team in overtime, I think is the most impressive part for, for me. How about for you? Uh, certainly. I mean, we were down 14 nothing early and came back, took the lead. Uh, up, you know, we're up 21-14, and we had a, a pick, or what should have been a pick, with four minutes left, and went through my cornerback's hands mm-hmm. into the uh, into the wide receiver, and he scampered 25 yards for a touchdown, and that was a chance where, I mean, our kids could have folded and, and gave up, but, uh, I mean, we had a 12-play drive to be able to kick a field goal in overtime um, after a couple holding penalties and overcame a lot of adversity, and it's a credit to where this program's going and the kids' buy-in. I mean, awesome, they did a coach. great job last night. Yeah, I, look, that's even more impressive than yeah. I that I knew then, Coach. I just knew you won in overtime. Didn't realize you had a chance to put it away a little earlier, and and the, st- the two holding penalties. Did you know a couple of years ago when when Nicolay had to get out of RC football for a year and played a JV schedule, and a lot of people, including me at times, Coach, I I, I wasn't sure that was a good idea. But looking back, that was a that was the perfect decision that the administration staff and and and, and the coaching staff made for that year. Correct? Uh, certainly. I mean, I wasn't there at that point. I came right. in a little later, but um, you know, they they kept football alive, and it's a it's a community that wants good fo- football, and it's a community that's willing to support good football. And uh, I think I'm getting blown up here because people are hearing me right now. But, uh, <laughs> hey, that's good. And that means people listen to this show, Coach. Yeah, tell my go. wife to quit. Tell my oh, wife to quit texting you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did, hey, Coach, did you see it coming? Did, you know, at the end of last year, did did you think, look, if these guys buy in and they get into uh, the weight room, we got a chance to get some wins next year? 
Certainly. I mean, you know, we revamped the youth program, um, and, and I know they, they've been on your show before last year. Yep. Um, and, our, and our youth program, and we had 30, 30 freshmen come in. We got um, a heck of an eighth-grade group right now, and I think it's just it's a credit to where our youth program's been, and it's, it's just, you know, we all know that's where it starts. And, uh, and this is my fourth year there, so the numbers are finally coming back up, and, and you're, seeing, you're seeing the growth here in these in these years coach is this a senior laden team do you got uh oh, God, no. or... i have uh, i have i have about seven seniors on the team right now wow wow that's awesome yep. coach i mean uh, it's, uh the, the seniors that i do have um you know i put them up for academic all state they're great kids um they've been committed for four years uh, but this is the group when i took over we only had nine kids in that class and uh, they're sticking it out and they're they're getting what they deserve in terms of uh, putting the time in and getting some victories for it. I, I hope those kids understand that that you know three, two, three, four years from now, when you guys are you know doing really, really well, and people don't remember the lean days, that those kids understand that they started this thing. Uh, we certainly we talk about you know a train can't run on if it doesn't have a track, and somebody's got to lay that track, and that's a credit to the kids who were here before them, and these guys working hard right now. Hey, coach. Next week, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna join you at, at either the beginning or end of one of your practices. We got a beautiful award from our friends at UW Credit Union. Uh, they're gonna come out and and hand it to you and your team. And uh, we celebrate this this team and this win, coach. It it really is. It's one that popped off the page when you go to overtime and you you beat West Bend East. Uh, congratulations to you and your staff and your kids. Well, thank you very much. You bet. Congratulations, coach. It's Al Marauder. UW Credit Union Team of the Week. Let's get to the Pick and Save Student Athlete. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. So, Coach, when I asked you to name a pick and save student athlete of the week, you said, "Look, I got, I got a number of guys, man. Yeah, uh, you know what? There's some 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 good kids in this program that take care of their business in the classroom." I said, "Coach, I can't have six, can't <laughs> have five. Give me one." And you said, "You know what? Let me go to work on that." And uh, Max, who is is in with us, uh, he's on crutches, but he's hoping to get back by the end of the year. Was the kid that you selected yeah. as this week's pick and save student athlete of the week? Max is back to the microphone. I'd ask you to give this some thought, Max. Your motivation for being such a good student athlete—where did that come from? Um, I've always been really good in school. School comes really easy to me, and knowing all the content. But um, I'm a competitive guy, and when I'm in a room with guys, I want to be the best there. So I guess that's put, helpful. Yeah. So yeah. I guess putting the work in school helps that because I want to be the best at that too. Yeah. Older brothers, sisters. Um, I have. Three older siblings and three younger siblings. Okay. So you know the younger ones looking up to you, mm-hmm. and they, they see how you do in the classroom. Um, your older siblings, were they strong in the classroom as well? Uh, no. Not like you are. Your mom and dad, um, obviously very proud of you. Yeah, are they listening, do you think? Uh, my mom's listening. Yeah, what is her name? Uh, Joanne Zagorski. Joanne. You know, Joanne, um, look, I get a chance to, 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 to meet with high school kids now. Yeah. on a weekly basis, and I always feel really good about our community, mm-hmm. about where you pick up the newspaper, look at the, all you hear is bad stuff, and then you get a chance to, to talk to a kid like Max, and a kid like Quint, and a kid like Colin, right? And and Reese, these kids are, are looking right in the eye, shake your hand, you know, thank you, they're, they're very nice kids, taking care of their business. 
kid like Max who understands that it's not a right for him to play football. It's a privilege. He gets to earn the privilege by taking care of his business. Do you know what you want? Again, you could change twice before you get out, but when you go on to college, if you go on to college, do you know what you want to get involved in? Um, if I were to go to college, I'd probably want to do something in the environmental field or biology field. But I was planning on going to like a trade union for carpentry or something like that. Yeah, we need to talk, you and I. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I, I got a story I got to tell you about Max. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Do you know that that home improvement show that I do, Max? I, I could I could literally have you an interview with five companies before we go to break, and we're going to break in three minutes. These guys are coming in and they are looking for you, looking for guys like you. And the interesting part is the kids that are doing that. By the time their buddies get done with those four year and they're starting to pay that back, they're buying their first house. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's going on right now because they're so busy and they're looking for young people that want to get involved in that. Yeah, I mean, Max, uh, top vote getter for captain. Uh, he said he's a great kid, he's a great leader. And we had that meeting last week about, you know, not playing our kids. And Max came up to me at practice and said, Coach, the kids will figure it out. You're doing the right thing. Bang. And that's. That tells you all you need it's, to know about You know what Max. that's called in my business, Max? Yep. A mic drop. Yep. Just drop the mic and walk yep. away, brother. Hey, next week, um, we'll pick a day that works for you. Uh, after practice, I'm going to ask you, uh, Joanne to come and, and, and any of your siblings, any of your teammates that want to join us, um, your coaching staff, and we'll go over to that pick and save across street from Nominee Falls. We've got a beautiful plaque for you awarded from your local pick and save store. We'll get pictures with everybody. It goes on our website, goes on their Facebook page, and we uh, we congratulate you as our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thank you. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, head football coach at St. Norbert. Dan McCarty is going to join us. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our friends at your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I tell you what, Coach Max, impressive young man, taking this injury, saying, hey, I'm still going to practice. I'm proud to say that this week's uh, pick-and-save student athlete of the week is a good choice. Yeah, you know, I've gotten pretty close to Max. I drive him to practice every day, so he doesn't have to get in his crutches. We get a pretty long walk. <laughs> That's awesome. We have some good talks and gotten to know him. He's, he's a really great kid. And when I checked the grade points, to be honest with you, I was glad he was the highest because, you know, yeah. he's just a deserving kid. Well, and, and like you said, look, I, I put coaches in a difficult position sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saying, hey, bring bring some a few of your players. I can't have them all here. Right. But you know what? And and I know that it's hard, the position I put you guys in. Yeah. And you said, look, I got a number of kids that, that warrant that award. And I said, I've got one. And so, you know what? This worked out well. He's a captain. Yep. He's going to be here. Another and, kid uh, I wanted to bring was Brett Borum. He couldn't make it today. Yeah. He's another big part of our success over there. Yep. Yeah. We did the kid. Boy, all these kids. I'll tell you who... who um, Certainly, Reese. Yeah, look, he, he's because of him. Yeah. Well, no, Reese said, "Look, this is the kid who got me in the weight room, and, yeah. and I said he needed me, so you need me. I'm there." Yep. And uh, look, I hope to meet Joanne and, and tell her what a nice job she's done with this young man, Max. Um, we are now joined by the head football coach at St. Norbert, uh, Dan McCarty. Dan, how you doing, Coach? 
Good morning, guys. Things are good. Morning. Hey, thanks a lot. You guys had a, a bye week this week, and I thought, boy, perfect time to, to, to ask you to come back on. I know we had a little snafu a few weeks ago, um, so I really appreciate it. And to let you know, the players from Menominee Falls have all said that they have interest in playing somewhere at the next level. So I've put them back in a booth so they can hear us with this conversation, Coach, because I think it's important for them to understand you're a guy that, that coached at the high school level, um, now now coaching at St. Norbert, having a ton of success, and we're going to ask you questions about what it takes for some of these kids to play at the next level. The one kid who was our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, he look, he gets it. And he doesn't even know if he wants to go to college, he wants to get in the trades, but he understands that if he does want to go to college, does want to play at the next level, he's got to take care of his first thing he's got to do is take care of his business in the classroom, correct? Correct. Yeah, and we see just a lot of kids realize it a little, you know, a little uh, later in their high school career and maybe start out slow, you know, their freshman, sophomore year. But, uh, yeah, it's going to come down to, you know, having uh, having success in the classroom that, you know, is going to lead over to success in, you know, in the college classroom as well. Hey, Coach, you've got a couple, uh, I think three, two or three kids from Nominee Falls, three that I see on your roster. One is Matt Godfrey. Um, one is Jaden, can't pronounce his last name. There you Garrett, go. Yeah. Yep, and then Danny Howard, um, all kids uh, from that that played in the Menominee Falls program, I believe, and and now playing at the next level. These kids have made a good adjustment at St. Norbert. Yeah, they really have. You know, Matt uh, Matt's a freshman. Moved him to to tight end. He's he's going to be pretty good there. Um, you know, Jaden's dealing with. Uh, with a shoulder injury and then uh you know danny's uh in his sophomore year and um you know at getting playing time at uh you know inside linebacker and you know really rotating with uh you know with another guy so yeah all three great kids and great fits for our program and you know to me that that's really the what it comes down to in college you know for for young recruits and for us it's all about trying to find the right fit and that's got to be the right fit from an academic standpoint you know socially and and obviously athletically Hey, Coach, what is the biggest, for these kids that are listening, what is the big, biggest eye-opener for them? You know, they're moving away from home for the first time, so they're changing that part of their life. They're getting on campus. They, now they, you know, nobody's waking them up and saying, hey, little Johnny, here's your breakfast, now get off to class. They've got to do all of that. And and now they're on campus and they're getting in the weight room and they're, they're being part of your program. What do you see and what do you tell kids when you're talking to juniors and seniors in high school, what to ex- uh, expect at that next level? Well, I think from a football standpoint, the biggest adjustment is just, uh, you know, from a scheme standpoint, they got to understand, you know, uh, offense and defensive schemes. It's like learning a new language. You know, I always tell the story. My best friend is Al Johnson, who uh, seven years in the NFL, second round draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys, and he brings over a playbook from the Cowboys. And it's a it's a giant binder, and that was for one playoff game. So you know when you get to, to, from the high school to the college level, obviously scheme is going to be a lot bigger. Um, you know, and mentally is the biggest adjustment. Uh, you know, those kids know how to play football, but they have to understand our systems and and uh, the mental part of it. You know, from the uh, adjustment to college life. You know, really it comes down to time management over the years. Um, you know, our kids have actually done better in the classroom uh, during football season when they have less time because it, you know, it comes down to, you got practice, you know, uh, four days a week, um, you know, from, uh, 
you know, just sitting in the college life, you know, one thing we do is, you know, our freshmen get paired with a big brother on the team right away. That shows them around and shows them the ropes and gets them to where they need to be. And, you know, it's uh, we're, we're in a year where we've only had one player leave our team uh, so far this year. And last year it was one. The year before it was zero. You know, in the in the, the ranks of college football, you know, Division three that's pretty remarkable. But that just shows how our older guys welcome these young kids in and be part of our family right away. That's impressive. That's really impressive, yeah, that's Dan. Impressive. I, I, I did not know those numbers, but, boy, that that's really – um, quite impressive. Hey, how are you feeling about this year's team so far? One and one on the season. Um, you were at Aurora University, and lost fifty to forty, um, and then came back and beat UW Eau Claire, which I, I, that's that's a really good win. Um, you get a week off, and then you get going again against Mammoth Co- uh, College on the twenty eighth. How are you feeling about this year's team, Coach? Well, right now I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you know, the first week Aurora beat us. Uh, down there and you know you look back on that game and Don Beebe the former Packers uh, in his first year as head coach yep. and they're slinging the ball around and you know they converted four fourth downs of 10 plus yards and three of them went for touchdowns um, oh. you know and then we uh, <laughs> oh. we ended up throwing the ball 60 times during the game we ran 100 plays our, our guys were, were dog tired at the end of the game but you know we showed the resiliency and the fight this team has to you know, come back and make it a game at, at you know, at the end. And then, uh, you know, last week was huge, us, us beating Eau Claire. Huge. 30-some um, yeah. years since uh, we've beaten a WEAC school and 80-some years since the Midwest Conference has beaten a WEAC school. So, huge win came down to the last play, unfortunately, because, uh, man, my, my heart was pounding. But, uh, you know, they tried throwing a tight end corner, throwback type play, and our linebacker was there and knocked the ball away. And, tremendous win for our program you know right now you know the focus is on attention to detail we we are a younger team we do have 21 seniors but you know we have a larger you know freshman class and uh you know we're just trying to get guys to buy into the the little things because at the end of the day the little things matter and they lead to big things happening so we're on a bye we had a good week obviously we play mammoth next week down there which uh you know last four years it's come down to the two of us in the conference championship uh, at the end of the year, and they're going to be uh, a tough opponent. But we've uh, we've had a good week of preparation. We'll put the, you know, we'll put the hay in the barn next week and uh, see what the results are on Saturday. Hey, coach, for um, this segment that I do uh, every week with a college coach, I, I first thing I do is I look at their roster, and I want to make sure that they're doing a good job of giving our kids from high school here in the state of Wisconsin to play at the next level. And I can tell you, there's been years where years before you got to St. Norbert that, that they've had they've had a decent amount of Wisconsin kids on their roster, but nowhere near what you have now. And, and I want to thank you and your staff for that. And it's not just up in that area. I mean, you're looking from Sturgeon Bay to Oshkosh to Nina to down here at, at Menominee Falls. You got a kid from Cudahy, a kid from Union Grove. So, I mean, you're doing a really good job of, of finding juniors and seniors in high school and keeping them home in our state and giving them an opportunity to play at the next level. Now, you got guys from all over the country, but when I look at your roster, man, it's, it is filled with kids from Wisconsin, so thank you for that. Well, absolutely. I'm a, look, I'm a Wisconsin guy, and I know the, the, just how good the football here is and how good the coaching is and how great our, you know, our association is. Um, 
you know, we're always going to take care of our backyard and recruit, you know, Wisconsin kids. And then obviously with our relationship, uh, you know, into the Chicago area and the Chicago Catholic League, you know, that's a focus of ours as well. And then, you know, we're trying to find some kids, you know, across the country. You know, we have a handful of kids from California, um, our punters from Seattle, you know, a couple Texas kids. So, you know, that's probably 5% of our roster. But, you know, we're, uh, again, we're, we're just trying to take care of the state and then, uh, you know, supplement it with some out-of-state kids. Yeah, you, if you look at this, I look, I'll just go through it, and it's Manitowoc and Pulaski and Sheboygan Falls and Fond du Lac and Cudahy, like I said, Union Grove, and, you, you know, back up in Green Bay and, and Fall Creek and then Milwaukee Marquette. It's just I, I, I'm really encouraged by that because these three kids from Menominee Falls, Coach, these are really good kids, and they've all said, in fact, in the fourth one who had to leave early, Quentin Redding, are all four kids saying, hey, look, I may want to play. Max isn't sure, but the other three are like, look, I want to play football at the next level. I don't know at what level, but I want an right. opportunity to play. And, you know, I love the fact that, that maybe at a practice or maybe they'll get a letter from, you know, somebody at St. Norbert saying, hey, look, we're available. You want to take a look at what we offer? You know, come on up and take a look at what we're doing. And and I think that's how you do it, right? Well, it is. That, that's the biggest thing I encourage is, you know, kids get out and explore and man, visit, visit as many schools as you can um, get to as many, you know, games on Saturdays here in the fall as you can. At the end of the day, it comes down to you, you guys finding the right fit. And the only way you know that is by visiting campuses. When, when kids come on campus for us on recruiting visits, first off, we do our visits after the season. We do them during the week and we limit it to four kids a day on campus because I don't want to have a Saturday recruiting event where there's 30 kids there. I, I don't get any personal time with the recruits. Um, you know, it's just there's too many kids there. But kids will spend a majority of their time on our campus on recruiting visits with our players. And that's the only way you truly know, do I fit in with this team, is by spending time with, uh, you know, with the players on campus. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to finding the right fit, develop relationships with your, with your uh, recruiting coaches, um, you know, and it's like I said before, it's got to be the right fit on so many different levels. But you know, college football is absolutely awesome, and and it's I'm taking the football part out of this. You know, guys on our team, they 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 connect like this is the tightest team I've ever been a part of. Um, and it's guys that are going to end up standing up in your wedding, being your best man, uh, friends for life. Like I said, our kids get here right away; they have a hundred friends that. Uh, you know, they're part of something bigger than themselves. And uh, I don't know, it's pretty special. Hey, Dan, thanks a lot. And and Rob Stoltz, uh, he told me a couple of stories about you in Germany as well. So we'll get to that one day. Um, I saw him on the sidelines the other night and called him Chicken Legs. And he said, hey, let me tell you a couple of things about, about McCarty in Germany too. So he said, don't let him fool you. Don't let him fool you. Um, hey, Coach, thank you so much. Good luck the rest of the way. If people have interest, Dan McCarty, again, he is a Wisconsin guy. He is coaching at St. Norbert. If you look at their roster, you'll be impressed the way I am. His staff is doing a great job of giving our kids a chance to play uh, college football at a really strong academic and, a, and a, just a great if you haven't been on the campus of St. Norbert, get there. It's a really cool environment, and uh, I appreciate the time, Dan. Hey, the, the last thing I'd, I'd like to say and leave you guys with, and I appreciate the time it, to all the kids listening about, you know, going to college and playing college football is, you know, at the end of the day, realize you are making a 40-year decision, not a four-year decision. Um, sometimes we have kids that, 
you know, we're, we're on and we're recruiting them and, and all of a sudden they take, uh, you know, a small division two scholarship for a school that doesn't even, even have the major that they wanted. So I try to pound that into our guys that realize football is going to end for all of us. Unfortunately, um, it's that degree that you're going to fall back on. That's going to set you up for the next 40 years. You know what? Thanks for saying that, Coach. Because for years, I would I would say, look, if if you're driving past all these great schools to get to a Division two up in Minneapolis or even farther, that's going to offer you two thousand dollars so that you have some street cred to be able to say, yeah, I got a scholarship. Right. It doesn't make any doesn't sense make to me. Sense at all? Doesn't nope. make any well, sense. Stay home. It doesn't. I played Division one. I, I played Division two. I, I played Division three. And uh, I'll just say this: uh, my my two years playing Division three. And then my uh, my next year coaching, we were five and one against Division two scholarship schools. So it's the quality of football at Division three in Wisconsin is unlike anywhere else. Um, there's only one scholarship school in the state, and you know I, I just I, I think you're right. You know sometimes it's uh, the bragging rights or whatever, but you know I know the guys are spending more in gas money to travel back and forth for their yep. scholarship yep. than they are totally staying, agree. staying at home. Totally and, agree. And you know what? And their parents get to come see them play if they stay around here. So, hey, Coach, well done. Thank you so much. It's always good to see a, an ex-high school coach doing good st- good things. And, and certainly this program at St. Norbert is in good hands, and I appreciate your time, Dan. Good luck, Coach. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. You bet. Thank Thanks. You. Let's get to a break. On the side of the break, we'll continue. Talking with Dan Lutz, head football coach at Menominee Falls High School. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, uh, Dan, real quick, this conference you're in, um, man, there's some good football coaches, some good football teams in that conference. I don't know if there's an easy win on the conference. A couple of teams struggling a little bit, yeah. and, and I think that's in every conference, but, man, Take a look at some of those scores, too, and they're they're hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, Germantown had a big game last night against Sussex. I mean, there's a lot of great coaching, great football in our conference, and we just focus every week on winning that week. That's all you can do in our conference. Yeah, that's um, that's hard to do, Yeah, I think, sometimes. Yeah. You know, especially you tell the players to do it, but as coaches we start looking, too. Yep. Um, look, I – I don't know where you stand on any of these polls. You know, these uh, things you know, that come polls out. don't mean a dang thing to me. I told the kids that. So you know, they're looking at this, though, right? Well, yeah, they do. But I, I hope that they understand what it's all about. And yeah. if they understand what it's all about, that stuff will all make sense in the end. Hey, how early do you start looking at? Um, you never know where the WI is going to put you. You have no clue. Oh man, you can't figure any of that stuff out. No. Do you start trying to even look at it? Or? No, because it's. Even the seatings, I've been in the seat, I've been in seating meetings, and it's it's almost more about who's in the room than what you've done during the year. That's the way the seating. Now next year they're changing that, I believe. They are, which I think is a good thing. They got to take it out of you know because you get blocks of guys. And I've been in some wild seating meetings. Oh you know, boy, I can tell you stories. But you just play your best. You get better every week, and everything else will go where it goes. It's an uncontrollable. Joe Cook uh, told me um, 
years ago, he said, you basketball coaches are all political, man. As football coaches, you're just a good guy. We're, and he got out of his first seating meeting. He said, man, you know, we caught up in a hurry. Yeah, I've had some some funny seating meetings. I actually, my first seating meeting, I dropped down to play a team. It's a, it's a long story. We played in the National and beat them up there. They were a two seed. Ah. And I dropped down to go play them. Really? So I, I always like playing different teams that are in your conference the first round. That you, That's the old way. I think it should I be about too. new teams, new experiences. And we were going to play a, a Brookies team at the time, I believe, and I wanted to play a different team. And I dropped down, which you're not supposed to do, I found out later, but they let no. me do it. And uh, we went and played Menasha and beat them. That was uh, Matt Henningsen's senior year. It was a great game for was us. The, the coaches Menasha knew what you were doing. Yeah. 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 So it all worked out. <laughs> It all worked out. I had a team do that, too, and then they beat us, so I felt, yeah. yeah. Like, man, I guess he, he made the right move. Hey, before we get to a break, we uh, one of you other guys want to get, get up on the, uh, so you can hear this if you'd like. That might might help a little bit. Um, we have our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. He's the smartest guy in the room. And uh, he said, hey, I got an idea, and... and uh, Max, we're, uh, we're going to take you up on it. We have reached out to Michaela, who is uh, she Manami Falls girl? Yes. Yeah. You, uh, Michaela, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. You're on, on the radio. How's work going today? Um, it's going good. Steady. Yeah. See, I'm a big Rosati's Pizza fan, man. I like Rosati's Pizza. Yeah, it's good. Um, go ahead. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, I do have to go in like like three minutes. You know what? That's not going to even take three minutes. Max, you got a question for Michaela? Hey, Kayla, how you doing? I'm doing great. I was just going to ask if uh, you wanted to go homecoming with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, there it is. Max, live on the radio, whole, whole bunch of people listening to this thing. He was nervous, Michaela. He thought if you said no, he might have to transfer out of Menominee Falls. Well, then thankfully I said yes. Well, good. <laughs> Michaela, congratulations. Get back to work. You're going to homecoming with our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Well done. All right. Thank you See so you. much. Bye. <laughs> Bye. There, there you go. she got to get back to work, man. That's it. Max, well done. Well done. If she would have said no, that would have been rough for you. That would have been tough. Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah, yeah. you would have been fine? No, I said that would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, when is homecoming? Uh, October 5th. Who do you guys play, by the way? Tulsa East at home. Yeah. You know, the other thing Cook used to say is, why don't you basketball boys take homecoming week? Because, man, it's too many distractions for us. Um, do you like that week, Coach? Uh, it's it's fun for the school spirit. You know, they have a powder puff what, game. Hold the on, powder puff game hold is on, like that's not what I asked you. You're going to answer this question. <laughs> do you like that week, Coach? Uh, anyway, no. no let's talk okay, about there the you go. It's just too much I mean, going it, on. It's too much going on. You know, but for the kids, it's fun to see the kids, and it's fun to see them get in all their activities and everything. And you just want to get through it, get the win, and move on. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Max. We're going to get you that clip. So if she, you know, if she gives any, you say, "Look, you're the one who said yes. You, I can play it for you if you need me to play it for you." Hey, coach, I'm going to uh, cut you loose because okay. I'm going to talk to these three players I've awesome. got left. We're going to find out. What their favorite memory of uh, of playing Menominee Falls football on the other side of the break? This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh 
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores. This has been such a fun show. I got three text messages from buddies of mine going, who Max, well well played, young man. Well played. Hey, we are also joined. Uh, Quentin Redding had leave to go watch Junior Indians football game, but I love this part of the show where I get to ask these kids that are in studio their favorite memory of playing football. Hey, Quentin, one thing you missed, uh, Max, he called uh, Michaela at work and asked her to homecoming. She said yes, by the way. <laughs> yes, he did. He said, yeah, I'll do that. So she said, I only have three minutes to talk. I, I'm working. And he asked, and she hesitated, but she said yes pretty quick. Hey, Quentin, your favorite, uh, we're joined by Quentin Redding, your favorite memory of playing either junior Indian football, playing football at Menominee um, Falls High School. What's your favorite memory of playing football? Uh, my favorite memory of playing football is probably was this year when we played it uh, against Nathan Hale with me and my brother both scoring the same game. That was pretty special for uh, me and my family both. I mean, that's that's a memory that's going to stick with me forever. Hey, you know what? And I didn't realize it was your brother. Do you know how many people have said, uh, man, they've got these these brothers on the team that just are driving other teams nuts. I didn't realize that was you. What's your brother's name? Uh, Evan. Man, good for him. Hey, Quentin, that's awesome. How's the game you're at? Who's winning? Oh, oh, it's great. I think my cousin's winning. I think he's winning, but uh, I, I don't. I don't really know. I love the fact that you left uh, the studio to go watch a family member play Quentin. Um, that Nathan Hale game, great memory for you and your brother. I appreciate a couple minutes of your time. Have a good uh, weekend, Quentin. You too. You got it. Thank you. Let's get over to Colin Heckman. Colin, uh, your favorite memory? My favorite memory playing football was for the high school last year. Um, I got thrown in at a pretty young age. I was a sophomore. They needed me to start at outside. And it was my second game of the year, and I got my first sack. And that was kind of the moment where I was like, all right, I can play with these guys. Like, I belong here. And ever since then, it's kind of just clicked for me. Who, who was that against? Do you remember? That was against Hale. Man, Hale. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, from that moment on, it, it, it things start slowing down, right? Yep. Start realizing, man, I belong here. Yeah. I'm okay. I can play against these guys. For sure. And then even when the competition level goes quite a bit higher, you're okay. Yeah. Man, good for you. Max, other than asking Michaela out, uh, your favorite – man, that's awesome, by the way. Well played. Um, your favorite memory – You. this is only year two, right, mm-hmm. playing football, so you don't have to go back too far, but your favorite memory of playing football? Uh, in the two years, I've had a lot of great memories, such as – well, honorable mention will be this year, the Marquette game. Even though I didn't play, it was such a, an amazing game because the whole team rallied together and we came back as underdogs, and it was a fantastic game. But if I had to pick a specific play, it was probably my first game. Uh, we hosted Germantown, and we were on the – it was like fourth and goal. It was like fourth and two. Yeah. And they called it a boot play to me. And I rolled out to the left, and then the Nate, our quarterback, passed it. And I kind of one-handed it. Everyone says I didn't, but I one-handed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as soon as they touched the ball, I got planted. Ooh, Ooh, I got that's planted. Right. Yeah. And I was just on the ground completely. And I see the ref and he says, touchdown. I get back to the sideline. And everyone's like, oh, no way you caught that. If he, you know. And everyone makes fun of me today. Like, oh, if he didn't play, you wouldn't have caught that. And I, I know that I caught that. <laughs> you know what? Did you watch film? Yes. It's one-handed catch and you caught it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> you know my favorite, uh, Reese, my favorite memory that I don't even have yet is when you send me that tape of that first spin move you do. And you get a sack, and Dan Lutz is on the couch going, would you please be quiet? Um, 
Reese, your favorite uh, memory so far? Um, I've had a lot of great memories throughout the years. Uh, probably my favorite personally is probably this year against Brook East. Um, I remember it was probably fourth fourth quarter, the second to last drive of the game, and there's like maybe two minutes left, and defense is out there, and it's third down. I think it's like third and seven, third and eight, and uh, I got through, and I made a huge tackle for loss on third down, which forced it to be fourth down, and I just remember like it was just so surreal for me. Like it was crazy. Like I did that, and I just hear all the cheers and like all my teammates and everything rallied around me. So that was probably, probably now it's fourth and memories. long. Did they go? They had to go for it. Yeah, two minutes to go. Uh, yeah, they went for it, and everybody swarmed to the ball. Our defense, everyone got it. I'm pretty sure it was Billy Howard made the official or uh, the initial hit. Right. But yeah, everyone swarmed on that fourth down play and stopped them. You guys, and I'm telling you that that that's what I keep hearing about, and 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 that's not me blowing smoke. When I talk to these guys, they go, "Look, their offense is scary at times, but boy, that defense." You know what? It's it's not one kid, and what that shows people from the outside is that you guys really care about each other, playing for each other. Because you're not going to take a playoff because you don't want the guy next to you to take a playoff. I've told this story a number of times, but I want you guys to to hear this. Um, we were doing Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week out in McGuanago a number of years ago, and it was probably 45 minutes before game time, and a guy. Guy was probably 25, 26 years old, came up to me. He said, you're Mike McGivern, right? I said, yeah. He said, um, you know, I went to high school here at McGuanago, and I work for the company that gives the lifts for your camera guys. He said, so I'm, I'm, I'm out, I'm home. You know, this is my home field. I said, that's great. He said, hey, I got to tell you something. I want you to pass this along to some of the kids that are still playing. I said, okay. He said, other than my dog and my car, I would give you everything I own to get one more week. He said, I was first-team all-conference, second-team all-state. And I don't want just the game. I want the full week. I want Monday through Friday night a home football game. And I would not take a, a playoff. He said, I would take plays off all the time. He said, I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd come over to the sidelines, get water. He said, I wouldn't take one playoff. He said, I had no idea how much I was going to miss this until it was gone. And had I do it all to all over again... I would play hard all the time, and I'd play. I'd be a better teammate for my my guys because I really thought about myself a lot back then. It was a really eye-opening conversation this young man had, and the fact that he would give up anything except his dog and his car to get one more week to do what you guys are doing now, man, it's it, it really is. It's a big deal what you're doing, and please take snapshots snapshot in your head on Friday night home games on some of this stuff you guys are talking about in the locker room, practices, enjoy the practices, and uh, understand that you guys are on a great run. You know, you really are. And you want to be able to sure that you leave everything on the field. Um, don't take any – look at any team like, man, they can, they're not going to beat us. Because you know when you guys were underdogs, you've beaten teams that maybe you shouldn't have beaten. So – it's good, man. You're excited about uh, the week of practice? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna looking forward to it because this past week, how we uh, how we had that team meeting and everything, like practice was a little different. Like we had to be on scout team and help the other players get ready and everything. So it would be nice to get back into the swing of things and just do how we've been doing and yeah. have us getting the reps and everything and get back to playing football. Same question? Yeah, I'm definitely going to enjoy getting back into it. I'm definitely just going to go hard and get ready for Tosa West this week. Yeah, I agree. Hey, so the doctors are talking maybe a few weeks? Uh, how does yeah. that feel compared to how it felt, by the way? Is it feeling um, better? It feels a lot better. I can walk more. But initially, it didn't really hurt. Like, when it happened, I played another player, too. And then the coaches just said stop and then right. got checked out. And then 
I got a broken fibula, and then I just went to the doctor Tuesday, and they said three, four weeks, you should be good. So you'll still you come home, come in, Michaela, you'll still be able to dance and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Kind of get that disco move going. No, that was my era. I, I, that was totally my era. Guys, I can't thank you enough. I really appreciate your willingness to come in studio. I want to thank our friends at Wendy's, by the way. Uh, they, they, they sponsor uh, Coach Dan Lutz for coming in. Uh, they care a lot about uh, our athletes and our student athletes. They, they have given Coach Lutz a packet of combo meals. That it's going to be up to him if he wants to hand him off to you guys. I know his staff is listening. I know his sons are listening. I know he's got a lot of people going, hey, are you taking me to Wendy's? Hopefully, I can make recommendations. He can do what he wants with those. But certainly want to thank our friends over at Wendy's for being the title sponsor of this show and the scoreboard show that I do on Friday nights. Um, and the fact that you're willing to give these coaches combo meals to, to do with what they want. And uh, I think Dan Lutz is probably going to take his players out, but the, he's a smart guy, but that's uh, totally up to him. want to thank the players that came in. Guys, uh, continue the run. Keep going. The, the, the entire community of Minami Falls is behind you guys. Dan Lutz, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Wade Lebecki coming on. Uh, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, Nicolay Football. Uh, Alan Baroder for coming on, and Dan McCarty, the head football coach at St. Norbert. Mitch, you did a great job. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.